Hello friends and welcome to the Legacy Homeschool Reflections podcast, where we discuss topics pertaining to homeschooling, being women of the word, and living in light of eternity. So whether you are single, married, or whatever your season of life, I pray you will find hope in Christ and encouragement from His word. I'm your host, Ruth Adams, and I'm so glad you are here. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Legacy Homeschool Reflections podcast. I'm your host, Ruth Adams, and thanks for joining me today. I would like to start out today by reading an Elizabeth Elliot quote. Elizabeth Elliot said, A willing acceptance of all that God assigns and a glad surrender of all that I am and have constitute the key to receiving the gift of a quiet heart. How I need a quiet heart in this loud, clamoring world and society that I am living in. And it's Christ, Him alone, that can truly steal our hearts and quiet our hearts in His presence. And so Elizabeth says a willing acceptance of all that God assigns being willing to accept what he has allotted for us and a glad surrender of all that I am and have. So just having those open hands before the Lord that surrenders all that we are and all that we have for his purposes constitute the key to receiving the gift of a quiet heart. So may the Lord give us a quiet heart this week as we seek to use all that we have and all that we are for his glory. Well, on this episode, I just want to read a psalm that I read this past week in my quiet time that blessed my heart, and I hope that it will also bless your heart, and I'll make some little comments as we go through. It is Psalm 18. Verses 28 through 36. It says, For you will light my lamp. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. For by you I can run against a troop. By my God I can leap over a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in him. Now we're going to continue on through, but I just am going to make some comments on what we've read thus far. For you will light my lamp. It is the Lord who lightens our darkness when we can't see the way that we should go. As mothers, when we can't see the next step we need to take in our mothering, when we don't know this decision or that decision, it is the Lord that lights our lamp and sheds the light of his truth into our lives and our individual circumstances, whatever our season of life, whether we're single or married or a mother or an older lady, we all have those situations of circumstances where we don't know what to do next. Well, it's the Lord that lights our lamp. It's as if we're on a dark path and we can't see the way and we cry to him and he lights the way for us. Then it went on to say, The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. For by you I can run against the troop. By my God I can leap over a wall. So here's some imagery here of, you know, that we can do great things. We can be able to 
um, go against or face great trials and great obstacles that seem huge before us. And I love this. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in him. The Lord's way is perfect. You know, the world is screaming at us to do things the way of the culture, according to the systems of this culture. And God's ways are counter to the culture, but his ways are perfect. And his word is proven. My husband and I went to a debate this last week at a church. It was between an apologist who was firmly standing upon the authority of scripture and a very wishy-washy, progressive, quote, Christian, but this man did not at all seem to truly have faith in Christ by the things that he was saying about um, the Word of God and about uh, life and just had no sense of a biblical worldview. He was very, very messed up. Um, But it was interesting that the man that was debating against God's word and still calling himself a progressive Christian, his whole goal throughout the night was not really to stay on the topic at hand, but just to discredit the word of God. That's what he was trying to do the whole night was to tear apart the word of God and to make it seem as though we can't trust it or that um, we can't look to it for guidance or that we shouldn't look and say the scriptures say and then stay faithful to scripture. And so as we see here, um, this verse here in verse 30 of chapter 18, it says the word of the Lord is proven. It is proven and it is true and it is uh, steadfast and firm in the heavens. And we should never question the authority of scripture. We see that in scripture that all scripture is God breathed. And so It makes all the difference if you truly trust the reliability of the scripture or if you don't. And if you start not trusting the reliability of the scripture in any area, then, um, you know, it's a real pitfall because then you're going to start questioning all kinds of things about the faith. And so God's word is true. Every bit of it is true. Every bit of it is relevant and helpful to our lives. Um, It is inspired by God. And as we see in verse 30 here, the word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in him. So we have a lot coming against us in our lives. We live in a very messed up world. And I am so thankful that I have the Lord as my shield and I can trust in him. And then moving on in verse 31. For who is God except the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. As a mother, I can say there have been many mornings that I have gotten up and said, Oh Lord, please give me vision for this day. I'm tired. I don't feel like doing all of this mundane stuff. Again, please give me vision to understand that this day counts for eternity and to do it well for um, for your kingdom and your glory. So when we are weak, it is God who arms us with strength and makes our way perfect. It's him who brings the fruit of the things that we are doing. When we commit our way to him, just as that Elizabeth Elliot quote said, um, 
It's a glad surrender of all that I have and all that I am. So it's a glad surrender of our lives, of our time, of our priorities, all of those things. And when we lift those things up to him and offer those things to him, he is able to make our way perfect and to bear fruit in ways we never could in our own strength. And then going on in verse 33, he makes my feet like the feet of deer and sets me on high places. He teaches my hands to make war so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. You have also given me the shield of your salvation. That is something, you know, just to reflect upon and to think the beauty of his salvation the beauty and the hope of eternity that we can know that we have life through him and that um, this life isn't all there is to offer, that we have hope for all of eternity because of Jesus and his um, work on the cross for us, his atoning for our sins, and that we can put our hope in him and know that we have life and joy and peace forevermore eternal hope because of Jesus. He is our salvation. He is the only salvation. And then it goes on to say, your right hand has held me up. Oh, I can attest to that. So many times as a mother, I felt so weak and it is the Lord that holds us up. Um, I could think of, you know, when my father was passing away and how emotionally and physically weak I was over those days, hardly getting sleep and just emotionally hurting so bad. And that the Lord um, held me up through that very, very hard time. His grace is sufficient for us. And, you know, we, we don't always receive the grace ahead of time. But when we are in these really turbulent times in life, His grace is always sufficient. And I think, you know, sometimes when we're going through really hard things, there's a sweetness in that we can sense his presence and his grace in an extra special measure um, to meet our need. And then it says, your gentleness has made me great. And how thankful we can be that our Savior is gentle with us. I think about, um, he's the gentle shepherd. And I love the verse that says that he gently leads those with young. Um, when I was a younger mother and I had all these little babies and toddlers swarming around me and I was so tired and giving, 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 that verse meant so much. But you know, as I am an older mother now, it still means a lot because I think that um, he still gently leads us mothers through every season of motherhood in there are unique challenges to each season of motherhood. And I know that he is still gently leading me as I face new seasons of motherhood and launching adult children into life and seeing my babies grow up and, you know, just different, a different, a different scenario altogether and new things to learn and new challenges. Definitely it's like the hard, what is hard when you have little ones? is different than what is hard when you have older ones um, and everything in between. And I know even as I go further on, then we're going to have, you know, um, more people marrying into the family and grandchildren and all of that, Lord willing, all of those blessings to come. And there's still, and you know, each new season, new things to learn. 
And I believe that the Lord gently leads us through every season of motherhood. His gentleness makes us great. You enlarged my path under me, so my feet did not slip. You know, um, the Lord cares for his own. He is our protector. He's our shield. He's our rock. And who knows how many times he has kept us from some calamity or some mistake or falling in some way or even some physical danger. We probably have no idea how much he is interceding for us and carrying us along in so many ways, so many blessings and gifts from the Lord that we don't even recognize. Um, May the Lord give us grace and open eyes to see what, um, you know, how he is, I guess, just um, to see his gifts and to be grateful for his gifts Um, and to recognize things that maybe we wouldn't if we were not looking and seeking hearts of gratitude because he is our loving father and he is watching over us and taking care of us. And I know it's so easy to not even recognize his gifts and his blessings. And I've actually been reading a book with my children called Gratitude and it's by Nancy DeMoss Wagamuth. I believe when she wrote it, she was Nancy Lee DeMoss and she's been married since that time. But it's been such a powerful read. I picked it up at a thrift store last year for a quarter and it has been such a good book and so convicting just to realize, oh, I have so far to go in this area of gratitude. It is not my natural inclination to be grateful. It's more my natural inclination to worry over things or to be anxious about things. Um, And this book has been so, so thought-provoking and convicting in a really good way. And it's just brought up um, some good topics of discussion with the children in our morning circle time. But it is the Lord's goodness to us and his gentleness that makes us great. And he is our protector, our provider, our shield, our rock, our salvation. And so I guess what I'm really trying to convey here today is let's remember to just have those open hands before the Lord, yielding to him all that we have and all that we are and looking to him gratefully seeking to recognize his working in our lives, seeking to admit our weaknesses to him. If we feel weak in our mothering or we feel weak in the journey of singleness because we want to be married and we're tired of being single, you know, just offering that up to him and trusting him to give us strength to go on with hope and purpose and serve him in the current season. If we feel weak in our marriages, just that we need, you know, strength in our marriages to continue to love and show grace towards our spouse, you know, all these things, we can be weak in any season, any calling, um, but his grace is strong in our weakness and when we are tired and we don't feel we have the strength to go on or we don't feel like persevering through hard times or situations his grace is sufficient Um, he tells us in his word my grace is sufficient for you so 
I see in this psalm so many things that, you know, call us to gratitude to the Lord for all that he is. He is our light. He helps us to be able to overcome and face hard things. His way is perfect. His word is proven. He is a shield. He is God. He is the rock. He arms us with strength. He makes our way perfect. He makes us to have as the feet of deer. Um, He teaches us things. It says he teaches my hands to make war. He gives us the shield of his salvation. By his right hand, he holds us up. His gentleness makes us great. And he enlarges our path and keeps us from slipping. And so all praise to him. You know, anything good or fruitful or victorious in our lives, it's all the Lord Jesus Christ. And so may he give us humility and yieldedness. And ultimately, as we yield all of what we have and what we are to him, may he give us quiet hearts. You know, I think a psalm like this can really quiet our hearts as we take the focus off of what's going on around us and the struggles at hand and we see who he is, how helpful it is to just, you know, we can be bogged down with our hurts and our stresses and our pressures and all this bothering us. Or we could take some time in the word in a short passage like we've just looked at and be reminded of all the greatness of God and all that he is doing and all that he offers us, all that he's promised us. Isn't the word of God powerful? It just renews our mind. It's it's just, it changes our perspective. And once our minds, our hearts, our perspective has been tuned up to be in alignment with his word and to sing his praises, it makes all the difference in the world. So I hope this has been encouraging. It has been encouraging to me to just go over this um, with you on this podcast. So thank you for listening. Um, as we bring this to a close today, I would invite you to check out, uh, I'm going to highlight today just one resource that we have available on my website, legacyhomeschoolreflections.com. It is a lovely picture book for young ladies. I would say it's kind of like for little girls and preteens. It's called A Legacy of Faith for Young Ladies. And if you are looking for a picture book to read with a daughter or with any young lady or just um, a young lady could go through it on her own, but it does make a really great read for um, like a mother and daughter. And it there's a storyline through it. I wrote the book and um, it's going to cover topics about the gospel, about the Bible, about prayer, about the, the uh, richness of hymnology and just um, so many things about growing in Christ. And there are activities for girls or girls and their mothers to do like crafts and um, baking and things like that. Um, Good discussion topics for mothers and daughters. It's a lot of what I wrote about in my book, Legacy Reflections of a Homeschooled Homeschooling Mama, but it is broken down for young ladies to give them vision to take the truths of God's word that they're learning and being taught and to grow up and to carry those things into the next generation. So 
Um, that one is not available on Amazon, so I don't think it is as well known. So that's why I am highlighting it on this podcast today. It's called A Legacy of Faith for Young Ladies, and you can find it on my website, LegacyHomeschoolReflections.com. So thank you, ladies. I hope you have a blessed week, and thanks for being here today. appreciate you tuning into this episode and if you've been encouraged by what you have heard would you consider leaving a review or a star rating for the podcast those reviews and ratings go so far in helping other ladies to find the podcast also for more encouragement i invite you to check out my website legacyhomeschoolreflections.com may the grace of our lord jesus christ be with you And I will look forward to talking with you next time. Goodbye for now.